Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. In today's text, we find a promise similar to the one given in Malachi 3.10, which says, Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, said, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. So uh, Proverbs uh, says, uh, you know, to honor the Lord with our the first fruits of our, our produce and our wealth, and he would bless us. Uh, it's similar to Malachi uh, chapter 3. Um, I think many times, though, we give God the leftovers of our days. And maybe it's because we don't really believe what God's Word says. I mean, when we think about it, after all, I mean, there's a lot of poor Christians around the world. Are they, are they all not giving God uh, of their wealth and their first fruits? Well, maybe true. Uh, well, maybe we don't give the Lord as we ought. But I want us to take a look at something I think relates to this that Paul says. I think it can be helpful got a couple points to look at that I think may help us in this text. In 2 Corinthians um, chapter 8 and 9, Paul's been uh, talking about the ways God basically fills our barns and, and our vats in this life on earth for his glory. Uh, and I, I, uh, I, and strangely, it seems that if, if we are poor, Paul indicates that we may remain poor. And these are some of my favorite verses. You see, God's economy is different than man's economy. And he uses a type of heavenly math. It's a, it's a miracle math, I think. And I would encourage you to read uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9. But here's what Paul says in, in 2 Corinthians 9, 11. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. And, and so God gets the glory. Yeah, I mean, God blesses us in special ways through his miracle mass. Even, even if you're poor, he fills your vats and your barns so that you might uh, glorify him with it. Now, there's another way to look at this verse that I think is scriptural as well. And Hebrews 11 talks about believers who it seems like their, their vats were not full, nor their barns. It's a, it talks about them who were tortured and imprisoned and stoned and sawed in two. And some wandered about and lived in dens and caves and it points them out as good examples for us. And we know that today there's Christians all around the world that suffer uh, in, in horrible ways because of their faith. Yeah. Um, so the question is, are all God's promises um, tethered 
and restricted to our short time on earth. And Hebrews 11 goes ahead and answers this question after it talks about all the trials and woes of believers. It's talking about heroes of our faith. I mean, some did miraculous things and were raised, even raised people from the dead, but others, they were sought in too for, for the name of Christ. So here's what it says, Hebrews 11, 39 and 40. And all these, though they though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. So uh, I think in this life, these heroes uh, of our faith, even the ones that, were, that suffered persecution, they, they received many of the great promises of God, peace and amazing joy in Christ, and God blessed them in great ways so they could bless others, but they still had the accompanying pains and woes that, that coexist in a broken world. I mean, that has not yet been taken away. And now all these have died, uh, but they're waiting for us to join them before all the promises kick in 100% uh, in the way that God uh, plans for them to. As the scripture said, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. So they're waiting for us. Yeah, all the promises of God um, await us still in heaven. So yes, one day all our barns will be filled with plenty and our vats will be bursting with wine and we will experience it with the believers all together who have gone before us in the kingdom of God. Um, Father God, we, we love you. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for the hope that you give us. Thank you for all the blessings and promises that you give us with, uh, with the down payment of all those promises in your Holy Spirit, Father that lives in us and guides us and gives us comfort and joy and give us a, gives us power over sin, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, Lord. And thank you for your word. Even as in 2 Corinthians 4, 17, it says, for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.